Welcome to the Unscripted Authentic Leadership Podcast, a podcast where we're seeking to lead change, but also seeking to understand we are also here as a platform for leaders to come together to unite, to develop and empower other leaders in the areas of business, family, and community. I'm your host, Lafayette Lane, joined by my co-host, John LeBron, and today we are here to have a conversation about transition. Put your hands together for us tonight. We don't have a guest, but we hey, you got us. So let's get right into the conversation, man. For me personally, <clears throat> I think this topic was a personal topic for me, just being in a season of transition. I think it got me on the thought process, bro, thinking about the challenges of transition, the process of transition, and just transition in general, how sometimes it's easier for other individuals than it is for others and harder for you know, some. Uh, and just for me personally, I think um, I'm not always the person to really uh, step out so quickly. Um, but when I do, I go full force and I'm really learning the importance of transition. I think you said before we hit the the live record button, you talked about that we're always in transition. That is very true. You think about uh, being born, a baby being born and transitioning. I think about my son, how he just turned seven months this week and the transitions that he has made. Now he's sitting up on his own, starting to make the crawling movements and talking all the time. We don't know what he's saying, but he's <laughs> always saying mm-hmm. things. And just in the transition of life, life is all about transition and thinking about us as a leadership podcast that as leaders, transition is absolutely necessary if we're going to be successful in leadership. A leader that refuses to transition or to pivot or to shift is a leader that is stuck, is a leader that is that is irrelevant, a leader that is no longer moving towards or being progressive. We, I'm sure you can think of examples in, in your mind of leaders, people that are in leadership or whatever the capacity that is, that refuses to be innovative, refuses to pivot, refuses to shift and refuses to transition, right? When you think of transition, bro, like what do you think about and how important is transition just in life in general and especially uh, in leadership? I think it's huge. I think, and we kind of alluded to it before we started chatting, that certain times we transition more than others. You know, you mentioned season of transition. You have mm-hmm. seasons. And it's funny you say that because I, I I was telling somebody the other day that I like to live my life in sort of like seasons, mm-hmm. meaning you can't. Someone once told me that you can do anything you want, but you can't do everything you want. Mm. What that means is I have to pick and choose what I want to do effectively at what times. And right. so, for example, right now I coach my children. And that takes a lot of time with their sports. Is it super important to my business that I coach my kids and so forth or being a bigger influence on social media? No. But my son is going into sixth grade. So I will be able to coach him for sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And then I will never get to coach his sports again. Hmm. I'm not going to be a high school coach. I already know that. I don't want to be. And so I have three seasons of coaching. And then I'm done. And so right now... My focus every every spring is I'm coaching my son. And so every spring is a crazy, crazy season because I coach my daughter in soccer, my son in spring. We have our podcast, I have our other company, so, yep. so on and so forth. It's jam-packed. 
and then in the summer it gets a little easier and so forth and so for me the one of the transitions has always been literally what season of the year is it and moving into that busy season for about three or four months of just hecticness but it's okay i keep my calendar very planned and so forth but you alluded to leaders not wanting to transition which is even harder today because the world moves so fast. And I think they just yeah. don't want to transition due to uncertainty mm-hmm. or just lack of the insecurity of something failing. Yep. And if we just don't allow the fact that we might mess up or our team might mess up on something and it could make us look bad, mm-hmm. but who cares, right? If, you're, if, you're, if you have a good self-image about yourself, it's okay if your team messes up. Allow them to make those choices. Allow them to try and transition and work through something new for you. It could come out amazing. It could bomb. It could totally bomb. But I think a lot of it comes down to just self-image and willingness to try. Yeah, man. You said something so good there about the seasons. That was so good. And knowing what season that you are in. Because what you said was that you had the recognition to understand that you only had a certain time to coach your son. Mm-hmm. Some people don't. They stay in a season too long or they miss their season because they don't understand the timing of where they're at. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you were saying, I have this three year window to get what I need to get done. And there are a lot of people that think they have 10 year windows. They think they have 25 years to get it done, not realizing that. You may only have a three-month window. You may not even have three years to get the goals to accomplish what you're supposed to get done in that amount of time frame that you're in. And that's all a part of transition. The part of transition is being able to have the discernment, if I can use that word, Mm -hmm. of understanding the time that you're in. Right? This is not the time to open up Blockbuster. Mm -hmm. That time's gone. Mm. We're in streaming now. Right. (laughs) This is not this is not the time to to try to build even a brick and mortar. It's time to build a hybrid model, whether that is a business model, whether that is a tech company, whatever that may look like. Um, Even from a corporate perspective, more people are even demanding, hey, I'm, I'm willing to be in the office maybe two days a week, you know, and and so understanding the time of what you're in, that just really hit me in my heart when you said that that there are so many people that are in leadership that are trying to lead their family that are out of season. You know, we're in spring getting ready to go to summer. It's not time to put on a winter coat. I know we live in Ohio and sometimes we may have to do that from day to day because Ohio weather is crazy. But in July, I wouldn't pull out my Parker that I would, my North face jacket that I would wear in December because I'm bringing out the wrong material for the wrong season. And we have so many people pulling out the wrong resources, using the wrong materials, trying to use the same dialect, trying to use the same resources. And here is maybe even have this the, the same connections or old connections that were for the last season. Mm-hmm. And because they refuse to transition into the right resources, the right connections to put themselves out there and to forecast that, hey, I only had that three years. Because not only is not only just the understanding of the time when you said that, but it's willing to be vulnerable to say this is the beginning of this, but this is also the end of this. 
Mm. And a lot of that comes with sadness because you don't want to let go. There are some fathers out there, John, that said, I want to coach my son in the high school, not realizing he'd be in better hands in another coach once he steps into high school mm-hmm. than he would be in your hands, even though you're his father in the sixth grade. Because they don't want to release that control. They don't want to be vulnerable enough because they feel like they're going to lose something. But you're actually doing Andrew more, you're being more beneficial to him by putting him in another hand or transitioning him into other hands mm-hmm. because there's another season. Mm-hmm. Like, like how important is that, bro? Because again, we've seen it and, you know, the pandemic was real. I, I recognize that, but we're transitioning now. And there are some people that are still in a 2020 mindset. We're, you know, halfway through 2022, about to go into 2023 you're still in a 2020 mindset. Mm-hmm. You're about to move and ne- miss the next wave because you have not transitioned. You got to release that into somebody else's hands. Like speak more to that, bro. That really, that really got me going. So I think part of the reason people don't transition or know when or what, like some people want to do everything at once and they can't mm-hmm. and they have mm-hmm. to pick and that's okay. But yeah. it really helps if you identify short and long term what you really really want so therefore i know when parenting i want high achieving productive young adults i yeah. always say don't raise children i raise adults and so that's what i want knowing that i said okay so when my son starts playing athletics in about five years old i have until he's about 13 max by 12 and then he goes on and well 13 and then he goes on to junior high and high school sports and he has school coaches depending on the on the sport mm-hmm. so i said okay so i have this many years to do that so i know i'm carving out that much time in the spring to coach him to be there to sit to teach him things like how to ha- have commitment to your team and hey you don't pay attention to the coaches at this time you need to start paying attention just a little bit closer than i would as a spectator so I can coach him just a little bit better. It's not that I'm the best technique coach. I'm trying to work on his mental game mm. as far as when to he needs to do certain things. And that was why I was so intentional about for him and my daughter. But I just know what I want long term. I know that and I'm okay with the fact that for my business may slow down a hair. It doesn't slow down. It's not like it's not growing. Yeah. For a handful of months because there's something else I want to accomplish. I already know that going in. I know I can't put as many hours in and I leave a little earlier during the spring months. That's okay. I've already identified that. And so I think everybody just needs to start understanding where where are you and where do you what do you really want long term? You got you got 80 years and you got or 90 years, however long you got on this earth, you got to figure out what you want at each section, at each chapter. Yeah. What are you going to accomplish? Absolutely. And then and then feel comfortable in yourself and be and then it's okay and just be able to tell yourself at this season, here's what I'm gonna do, and no one's gonna make me feel guilty for doing this right. when everybody thinks that I should be doing something else or you know, Gary V in it with my business 24-7. Like that's yeah. not my season. This is what I'm doing. And yeah, yeah. you had asked another question. What was it? No, no, I think you answered it. I think yeah. you answered it, answered it. Um but but something that you said just now, uh, you talked about it, it being in your mind mm-hmm. and and transition. A lot of time is physical. You know, we may be relocating to another mm-hmm. place. You may be transitioning from 
another home. You may be transitioning to another vehicle. You may be transitioning to another career path. But before it can happen in the physical, it must first happen in your mind. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people want to go somewhere with their body that they haven't gone in their mind. Say it again. There's a lot of people that want to go places with their body, but they have not made that transition there in their mind. Uh, I think about uh, those of you that watch NBA basketball, think about Ben Simmons and this whole uh, back issue. It came out today that he has to have back surgery this week. But he made he was dealing with the transition between teams and his last team. He had a, a incident in the playoffs last year. He didn't take the shot and his coach talked about him and mentally it broke him to the point where he hasn't played in over a year. He told the team that he's currently on. They traded him away to the Brooklyn Nets from the Philadelphia 76ers. And he told them, really, my issue is mental. <laughs> and because he was so jacked up mentally, it started to affect his body physically. So now he has to have back surgery really for a problem that is more mental than it is physical. And I wonder how many people, those of you that are listening to this, those of you may may listen to this down the road that are in the process of life of transition that you have to realize that in order to make that next step for your family, for your career, as we talk about all the time, the fiber of our podcast, for your community to be the leader that God has called you to be, you must first take that leap mentally. Like you got to sharpen your mind. You've got to be, get over that mental hurdle that, that your mind tells you, I cannot do this. Your mind tells you this is too much for me. Your, your mind tells you you're not qualified for this or you're not worth this. And I'm not telling you something that I have not went through myself. And by no means am I saying I'm perfect by this, bro. But I have to tell myself it's in your mind that literally what we learned as kids that we can do anything we put our mind to is is true. <laughs> we said it when we were little. Our parents told us that. My parents told me that all the time. Son, you could be anything. You know, the teacher tells us, hey, if you want to be an astronaut, you can be an astronaut. All you got to do is put your mind to it. But really think about that, that whatever you put your mind to, you can be. I'm currently reading uh, a book, and you, you've you read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I haven't read that book, but I'm reading uh, the book by the same author, Robert Kiyosaki. Yeah, I said his last name right, Kiyosaki. 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 Yeah. He wrote a book, Why uh, A Students Work for C Students. And I'm reading a book by him, and he talks about the mindset. Mm. And he gives an example of um, being a capitalist when it comes to our finances, that we should think more capitalistic. And, you know, I'm, I'm giving them, I'm keeping an open mind while I'm reading because he brought up an example of Barack Obama and Mitt Romney and how they paid their taxes. And it blew my mind. Barack Obama made $3 million in one year, and he paid 21% in taxes. Mitt Romney made $21 million in a year and only paid 14%. Robert said, what was the difference? It wasn't what because one was a Republican and one was a Democrat. Nope. It wasn't because one lived here and one lived there. It was a mindset. One had the mindset of, how can I find these quote unquote tax loopholes that are all legal? And the other had a socialist mindset, if you will, that I will pay more taxes because I've made I'm in the rich class. And it really made me step back and think, 
our mindset literally affects everything that we do, even down to our money, right? Because a lot of people that are saying, and I was one of those people, well, if this person makes this X amount of money, how come they only pay this certain amount of dollars? And it was legal move because they had a different mindset, right? And I'm trying to tell you, those of you that are listening to this, that are listening to John and myself right now, it starts in your mind. If you want to transition to make six figures, if you want to transition to be a business owner, before you get an LLC, you must first get a mindset shift. <laughs> before before you get a, a gym membership to, to say, I'm going to lose this weight, you must first uh, work out in your mind to get over that mental hurdle you know, get in that mental gymnasium and exercise those mental muscles that tells yourself that you can do it. So like, bro, like how important is it? I don't want to keep going. How important is it that, that we get over that mental hug, that we get over that mental block or that mental hurdle, those things that would really that are hindering in us, not because we don't have the resources physically, not necessarily because we don't have those things, but because our mind is standing in our way that we can't make that transition. Yeah. So mental, I would say success mindset is built up over time. You don't just, Mm. some people, you're not just born with success mindset. There's no, no baby comes out and and they already some have it and some don't. It's not a class difference. It's not a race difference. It's not a, a religious difference. Nothing like that. It's literally a mindset. There's um if you look at the Jewish community, there's the statistically their wealth is way higher than about any other community. That's right. And one of the things they do is when and I don't know the words exactly that they use, but as a, a start with a young, young, young age, they pray over their children, blessings, riches, wealth, and so forth. Mm. They speak it over their children. As just as as we speak prayers over our food, they speak no. blessings, wealth, prosperity over their children. So they grow up with expectations of, well, yeah, we're going to prosper, we're going to do this, we're going to be good with our finances. It's part of the fabric of their culture. So why is it that the mm. Jewish community, which really isn't that gigantic, I mean, it's not like they had it any harder or easier, right? There, there was a transition of migrating to the United States after a terrible, terrible tragedy. And their wealth is through the roof because mentally they have been trained from a, a tiny baby to just expect, yeah, we're going to, we're going to have prosperity and wealth. And honestly, if I had to guess, they're probably very, a lot of philanthropy in there. I'm sure they're giving money. It's not like they're just hoarding everything. Sure. They pay their taxes too. It's just a fun fact about that. And so all of us, we have a little bit of catch up. We have to be, I wasn't, I wasn't brought up reading success books. My mm-hmm. son has been brought up reading success books, though. My daughter, who's in second grade, will be brought up reading success books. So when they hit high school, when they hit beyond, their mindset will be well beyond what mine was in my mid-20s. They're already going to be there at 15, 16 years old. Sure. And that's what we can do our, for ourselves, but also for our next generations, is we have mm-hmm. to be intentional about developing that success mindset. And that's done through who we associate with, what we read, what we listen to. But so many people want to just plug into the television. It's called a TV program. It literally programs your mind. I'm not saying, I I, I don't watch the news. 
and people think, well, that, mean, that must mean as soon as anybody says that, everybody says, he must be a Fox guy. No, I don't watch Fox News. I don't watch CNN. I don't watch any of them. I get news because it pops up on my like feeds on social media. I know everything is going on. My coworkers tell me. I see it. But I try not to, the, to the best of my ability, let something with some news um, have an influence on how I think. Because yeah. they have an agenda. So instead, what I do is I, I've developed how to think on my own. I read things. I listen. I get coaches, right? I invest in coaches, which are not cheap because they help me level up my game even faster. Why? Because if you're trying to climb a mountain, you could either ask, and you could have your choice between three people. You could have a guy who has read books on that mountain. He knows everything about it because he's read it, but he's never climbed it. You could have a guy who has climbed it or climbed other mountains, but not that one. Or you can have a guide who has lived on the mountain and he knows it. Mm. Which one are you going to choose? The one who's lived on the mountain. Yeah. Right? So if you had to pick a coach, it's always somebody who's been there and done that. They can help you get there that much quicker. So as we're talking about mental, how to be mentally strong, guys, it's like a muscle. You have to constantly be there working it out. Constantly be exercising it. There is no no still. You're an escalator. You're either going up or you're going down. You're not standing still. So just you have to be. It's I don't even like reading. Like I don't know if anybody knows that. I don't like reading books. I think Lafayette likes reading books a lot. <laughs> I honestly I have it's it's one of those things. It's like working out. I have to make myself do it. I'm better at reading books than I am at working out. <laughs> <That's insane. laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But you still do it, right? What's that? Like you, you still read, even oh, yeah. though you know what I mean. And so sometimes that you got to do things that you may not like, may not want to do, but it's good for you, and you have to do it if you want to get to the next level. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love how you said that about the mountain, the example, because really what you're saying is there's no excuse. Like if you have fear of transition, go find someone that has made that transition that you've already are getting ready to attempt to make. Ask them what their challenges were. Ask them what the loopholes were. So you don't have to make those same mistakes. So you don't have to go down those same alleyways and those same pitfalls, make those same decisions that you don't have to do. Right. I'll never forget that there's another book. I don't don't know the author that I read a while back and it's a really short book, but it talks about if experience is the best teacher, why do I keep repeating the course? Mm. And, and a lot of people are doing that, right? In transition, some of your transition that you're doing is a repeated transition because you haven't learned from the lesson that you were supposed to already learn, mm-hmm. right? You keep making, you're in the same season, you keep doing the same thing over. So you're in a, you're in a repeated transition. You should be in a progressive transition. When I think of transition, it is, Leveling up, as we always say, from level to level and keep making that step further and further to better yourself, your family or your community. Bro, we always end with the the off script segment unless you have something else. But I, I want each of us to give us give the off script segment tonight. bro. I know we talked about transition. This was a great conversation, but leave our audience, man, with whatever is on your heart. Hmm. Man, I've talked about a lot of great things today. Absolutely. I would say quit allowing fear to get 
in the way of your transition. Like, you know, it's time to make a move. Yeah. We're talking a little bit about transitioning for leaders from going one thing to another. But there's a lot of leaders out there who are leading in an area right now, and they know there's something better for them. We all do it. We're really good at this job. We're performing just fine, but we're not quite fulfilled. And we know God has something just a little bit better or a lot better for us, but we're scared to make that step into that next transition. We're just like, well, I make pretty good money here. I make a hundred thousand. My family's taken care of and we get to go to Disney every other year. That's great. But is that what you were created for? Mm. If you really step into what you really created for, God will make room for you. Steve Harvey talks about it all the time. Your income will get tripled. You're not going to have to stick with a two-week vacation anymore. You're probably going to have a four-month vacation. and You're going to go wherever you want. You're going to take your career with you. Everywhere mm. you go, you're just living your life now, building your, helping people, building your business, helping your team. And now you're fulfilled. You're not coming home and getting mad at your spouse. You're not coming home and wondering why you're grumpy with your kids when they didn't really do anything that big of a deal. So don't be afraid of making the big transition. A lot of us were like transition. Oh, I went from one job to another job. Well, maybe, well, maybe, just maybe there's something out there for you to do to help other people. It's not just filling a role here versus a role at this company. Maybe it's time for you to step out and start your coaching or start your uh, training programs or start your own podcast or whatever it is for you. I'm just speaking from personal experience, mm-hmm. but I bet, I bet I would put money on it that it, it, that there's something out there for you. And I would argue that right now is probably the best time was probably yesterday, but the next best time is probably right now. Listen, I wanted both of us to give a, a off script moment, but I'm going to let John just drop the mic on that. I don't want to, let's just have that amen. See lot moment. Let that rest. Do not settle guys. Ditto everything. John just said, Step out. God has greater for you. Listen, we want you to step out and stay connected with us on Unscripted. You can do that several ways. Patreon.com backslash leadership, Unscripted Leadership. You can follow us on all social media platforms at Unscripted Leadership, unscripted-leadership.com. And of course, you can stream this podcast on all streaming platforms. Would you do us a favor while you're there listening? Hit that star. Give us a rating. Give us a review. We'll shout out your review on the next episode. We would greatly appreciate it. As always, we pray that you be the leader that God has called you to be. We're here to build bridges and not walls. Bridges connect. Walls divide. Until next time, God bless you.